Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're still in Galatians chapter 5 today, and we're going to be picking it up in verse 13. Galatians 5, verse 13. Paul, the apostle, had already distinguished between freedom to sin and freedom to serve. Freedom to sin, well, that's no freedom at all, because that just enslaves you to Satan, uh, to others, even to your own evil desires. People who are slaves to sin are not free to live a righteous life. Christians, by contrast, should not be slaves to sin because they are free to do what is right and to glorify God through their actions. They have been released from that bondage. Verse 13 of chapter 5, Paul continues in this letter to the church in Galatia saying, For dear brothers, you have been given freedom. Not freedom to do wrong, but freedom to love and serve each other. All the seeking that we seem to do to find our calling. And here we have Paul giving us uh, a freebie. Clearly, we are all called to liberty. We are all called to the freedom that we find in Jesus Christ. In our walk in Christ, it's never to be controlled by some set of extra-biblical rules, whether they are Old Testament law or new denominational rules and regs. Being a child of God means liberty. After all, we've been saved out of bondage, the bondage to sin, the bondage to rules, the bondage to ourselves, the bondage to our fleshly desires. Now, true, our freedom is not without its dangers. The fact is, instead of living free, I think many of us are quite apt to use our newfound freedom, well, not for Christ, not for kingdom, but rather as a license to indulge in our flesh. So what are we supposed to do with this newfound liberty that we've been given? Well, love each other, serve each other. Religion now says we're supposed to do those things, that we have to do those things. But now again, salvation changes us and the Holy Spirit filling us changes us. And if we are indeed reborn, then now we want to love. Now we are driven to serve by an inexplicable passion that is coming from within us. This is, in fact, one of the most valid, if not the most valid, proofs of a changed state of life. Now, there are still many amongst us that just simply cannot move beyond themselves. In fact, these folks, all of their conversations begin and end with them, and moreover, what's happening in their lives. Their spirit is one that is easily miffed, they are quickly angered. They, it is invariably, everything is still all about them. Now, over the years, these folks, even those sitting in pews and churches around the world, have become quite comfortable with the idea that they are saved. And now, sadly, they have long since stopped looking for evidence of such. In fact, now they're so wrapped up in themselves that any thought that they might be living a fraud, well, that would never pass through their minds. 
and yet a passion, a love and, and service, even a desire to do this, it's wholly lacking and that doesn't seem to trouble them. Occasionally, these folks will have their moments, and, but they do not act consistently out of a passion, out of freedom. In fact, when they do act, they're acting out of guilt feelings. And once again, that is legalism, not grace. It's religion, but it's not relationship. And you know what? Religion will never save you from hell. The irony is that so many of us would never even entertain the thought that we are legalists, that we are in fact so trapped by our own self-imposed legalism that we don't even know that we are there and that there is another life outside of the one that we are living. Verse 14 of our text reading on says, For the whole law can be summed up in one command. Love others as you love yourself. I guess this truly is where the buck stops. It is nothing less than the proof text of our salvation. Without love, we cannot claim that we are Christians. Now, indeed, we must be very careful here because our religious tendency is to render our Christian love as a mental thing and not a physical thing. Paul has already given us the example and the demonstration of this kind of love, and that demonstration is that we serve one another. Service unto the body, the kingdom, service unto God himself, all of it is pointless if it fails to come from the heart of Christ, if it fails to come from the Holy Spirit that is indwelling in each of us. So if we do all this stuff out of constraint or in an attempt to, you know, do what we're supposed to do, quote unquote, we not only fail to express real Christian love, but in fact, that's just nothing more than a slap in the face to the cross. Paul calls upon us to love others. This is why the law no longer is needed because the fact is if we truly loved each other, well, we'd be fulfilling all the law there anyway. It certainly plays out the same way in our marriages. If we truly loved our spouses as we should, well, we wouldn't need counseling. We wouldn't need marital rules and guidelines. Let's face it. Love is an incredible motivator. And when we truly understand Christ's love for us, well, we naturally reciprocate. Those of us who have trouble loving Christ, then we don't grasp his love and we don't really grasp the sacrifice that he's made for us. Those of us who do understand, we overflow with that love and, well, it gets all over everyone we come into contact with. Yet even those of us who claim we understand his love, hey, we're never going to understand it fully until we are with him on the other side. When all this is over, and we finally get to see the nail scars in his hands. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com. <laughs>